0: in a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme girls in real life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter free society might have its own idea of what a girl should be but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life now let's get into this week's episode Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your host, Mariah Clayton, and today we are going to be talking about disability awareness, which I think is going to be a really good topic because I think it's something not a lot of people discuss. So I'm really excited to have a very special guest with me today, and I'm going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about her.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Kayla Torre. I am 17 years old from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a second generation West African. When I'm not acting or reciting lines for the next play I'm starring in, you could find me volunteering, advocating for disability awareness and anything social justice on my social media. And I'm also a varsity cheerleader. And next month I will be competing for the title of Miss New York Teen USA. So watch out for that. And I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And wait, can you tell us how old you are? I'm
1: 17. I just 17 Monday.
0: Oh, sure. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That is like so amazing. I don't think I was doing half of those things that you're doing at 17. So I think that's really cool. Um, First, before we like dive into disability awareness, I just kind of want to talk about you for a second. So how did you even get involved in pageantry? Is this something that you've like been doing since you were a little girl? Did you just get into it? Mm -hmm. So my mom
1: got a letter in the mail from National American Miss.
0: I feel like she this is like, how all know, the stories start with yeah. national
1: American men. Exactly, exactly. She's like, you know, I think you should try this. I was like, okay, sure. I did it once or twice, three times, four times, and then last year I won my first Nam State title. And I just, you know, it's, I feel like there's something about patent treats like a fever that you get where you just have to keep going. So. You know, now I'm competing for Miss New York Teen USA, a dream that I've had for a while. I grew up watching pageants with my family. So it's like, this is a big one I'm going for. But I love
0: that. And I love Andrea. Is this your first time competing at Miss New York Teen USA? Yes. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I remember my first Mm -hmm. time competing for Miss Louisiana USA and I was literally terrified. I was 19 years old. I was the youngest Miss contestant at the time. And I was like shaking in my heels. It was so nerve wracking.
1: Mm-hmm. big congrats to you for being Miss Louisiana USA oh, thank awesome you. is that <laughs> yeah it was a really cool experience even
0: though you know we were in the middle of the world ending but it was still a once-in-a-lifetime experience nonetheless so I'm forever grateful that I you know was able to do that so I'm sending you all good vibes all good luck Thank you. (laughs) All right. So I know you said that you are an advocate for disability awareness. So can you just talk a
1: little bit about why that topic
0: is so important to you and how you got involved in it?
1: Sure. So my sister, who is 22 years old, I grew up with her and she's legally blind in one of her eyes and she's also hearing impaired. And growing up, I did not know that my sister had a disability. Yeah, I was like, that's my sister. So you think that you guys are the same. Um, It was not until she was in high school where I saw her get severely bullied. And although I may have not understood what she was going through, I could see that she was going through something and that she was beginning to not be herself. So I created my own platform, Kainis O'Kayla, which is surrounded around disability awareness and also educating the youth on what a disability is.
0: I love that. So you said this is
1: your older sister, yes? Yes. So how, I guess, how did it make
0: you feel when you realized that like people were treating your sister differently because of something that she had no control over?
1: I was very upset, but I also had a mix of emotion was maybe... In middle school, still figuring myself out personally, but I was definitely very upset that she was getting bullied. And I also felt helpless because I couldn't do anything at that time. So yeah. it was just a lot of mix of emotions, yeah.
0: Do you feel like, as a younger sister, that you f- feel like you have to take care of her more so than she takes care of you? Do you feel like, like you have to kind of stand up for her when people are being mean to her. Well, you know, I understand like you were in middle school when she was in high school. So did you feel a certain responsibility to to let people know like, hey, you don't need to treat my sister this way because she's different?
1: Well, growing up, my mom always told my sister and I to have each other's backs no matter what. And my sister always had my back with anything. So I did feel a big responsibility of having to take care of her but my sister can hold her own (laughs) but yeah I felt a little bit upset because I'm you know I'm in middle school and these are high schoolers that are bullying my sister so I was like there's not much I could do right
0: I um I was going to have an autistic brother. My mom ended up having a miscarriage, but he was going to be born with autism and a bunch of just different mental illnesses. And I just remember, like, when the doctors told us that, that I would have just been so heartbroken if he would have had to grow up and have to deal with people treating him differently because he wasn't quote unquote normal, you know, what we dictate as normal. So I definitely can kind of relate to you there, you know, having this responsibility to look after your siblings and to make sure, you know, that they're straight, just as well as they're making sure that you're straight. Um, So I guess, was she born this way or did she kind of just develop this over time?
1: From what I've heard um, when she was very young, she would watch the TV and the sound would always be up loud. And my mom and dad never really knew. They're like, oh, you know, she's a kid. So she likes the loud sound because it's like she's in the movies. And it was not until my grandfather brought up where he was like, I think that she should go see an audiologist because yeah. she shouldn't be listening to the music that that loud. So she went to the doctor and they said that she has hearing loss. And then I think maybe a few years later, she went to the eye doctor and they said that one of her eyes were beginning to deteriorate and get blind.
0: Mm-hmm. Were, how old were you when when that happened? Like, were you old enough to kind of understand like, hey, my sister can't see and she can't hear?
1: This story was actually before I was born. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I was so not, you weren't even like in the picture. That's good. exactly. I wasn't in the picture.
0: So when did you decide to, like, make this your platform, make this your mission to help educate people about disability awareness? And how exactly
1: do you do that? Um, I prayed a lot about, you know, what God created my mission for. And he just spoke to me, told me that you need to advocate for people that are like your sister and that's really where the message began. I said, well, you know, I grew up seeing her getting bullied and I don't want anyone to feel what she felt. So that's really where the whole message behind Kindness with Kayla came from. I began Kindness with Kayla, it's about to be three years. Oh, wow. And, and um, yeah, and COVID actually really helped me spread Kindness with Kayla because I was able to do so many webinars and conferences. And I'm actually having a Kindness with Kayla camp, I think next week, next week or the week after next. Summer has been going really quick. So it's just like, everything is all over the place. I but, know, like, yeah. We're
0: literally almost in August, which is crazy. I know. Oh my goodness. So what has been like your favorite thing that you've done so far with kindness
1: for Kayla? I think my favorite thing is going into schools obviously with covid going on i was unable to go to school this year but like i said i transferred to zoom and i i love seeing the smiles on children's faces when they're learning and i do this thing called disability bingo where i'm able to put different you know sayings that you shouldn't say and i ask the children i say have you ever used this saying before and then i explain to them you know how it's not good to say this. And then I give them little vocabulary cards of words not to use. So it's just amazing seeing the children's faces light up. And, you know, um, something that I always say is one small act of kindness can really make a big difference. And it's just been so fun.
0: I love that. Wait, can you just kind of tell us, because I feel like a lot of people have issues with like saying words that they shouldn't say because there's just been a norm a normal saying for so long so can you just tell us a little bit about the vog- the vocabulary that we shouldn't say and what we should say instead if there is something to replace it with
1: Yeah sure so one popular word is the r word mm-hmm. retard that is used a lot and i even hear it in school i have people say oh like you're retarded and i'm like uh uh-uh. uh Nope. Nope. You cannot say that. So the word retard is not a good word to use at all. And I even tell the kids, I'm like, you know, this is not a good word to use. There are other words you could use. You could say that this person is disabled. But um, other than that, you know, the R word is something that I constantly have to tell the kids because especially in society today, it's, you know, popularized and something that People use on a normal day basis.
0: Yeah. I don't even know how that like came about, but I am the same way. Like, if I hear someone saying the R word, I'm like, can we say something else? Like, and then, like, also, exactly, I still try to figure out like, is stupid and dumb good replacement words because <laughs> I don't really know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you could say like that's stupid, but then also, like, stupid is not really a great word either, but
1: <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean
0: what do you see as far as the future for kindness for Kayla like how do you want to keep using it to educate people not just like in schools but also just like through social media or through the webinars like you said how how what do you see for the future Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so This is kind of a secret, but I guess I could say it now. So I Uh actually have an appointment with the board of education in New York city to get disability awareness, a part of our curriculum. That's so So, awesome. Oh my God. uh, Hopefully disability awareness will be in schools all over the nation very soon. And other than that, I'm just trying to continue to spread kindness with Kayla globally and internationally. And hopefully when COVID-19 gets very better, I could start going back into schools and start to do camps outside because I'd love to be able to meet everyone in person.
0: Yo, that is like actually a big deal. That is amazing. (laughs) How, how do you even start planning something like that like did you have to present this to the board and be like okay this is what we need and this is why
1: we mm-hmm. need it i i actually got a petition up where i had think maybe like over 5000 signatures of people saying that we need disability awareness into school so then i spoke to people and um i showed them the petition cuz i think that that's such a big way to show people that you know, just, <laughs> just a big way to show people that it's important. So I got the petition. I let so many people sign. And I actually had this petition for about two years. Wow. So to get 5,000 signatures was pretty big. And I showed it to the Senate. And I finally got able to appointment with the Board of Education, which took a very long time because um, COVID-19 you. happened and everything stopped. So So thankful for the opportunity.
0: Yo, I was not doing that at 17. I <laughs> literally like we had a senior project and we had to like basically choose our career and make a presentation about why we wanted that career. And I remember being so nervous about like just standing up in front of my classmates and doing this. So I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. you know, pitching this to a board of educators and like trying to make them realize this is important that. I applaud you for that. (laughs)
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) Like when you're out in public, do you find yourself kind of looking to see if the places cater to people with disabilities? Like, do you feel like you're just this hyper awareness person to where it's like, oh, this should be here. This should be here in case
1: someone, you know, do you find yourself kind of doing that sometimes? Most definitely. And especially because my grandmother is also in a wheelchair. So we go so many places, especially on vacation. Mm -hmm. Where we go to a restaurant and they, it's not um, accessible to those with disabilities. And I'm like, you know, that is not good. So it's, you know, I think it's so important that we become more aware of things like that, because I think that would definitely um, just help the world become a better place.
0: Yeah, it's kind of hard to like realize it when, again, like you're ignorant to the subject and you don't really understand why it's important to some people, because there are people who like you have family members who have disabilities or who are in wheelchairs. And then there are other people who just live this normal life and they literally don't think about it at all. Exactly. You know, if the more that you educate yourself and are aware that there are people out there who might need AIDS in other different ways from you, then we could all be able to help and be like, hey, um, this establishment needs this. And that would then help change the trajectory of like navigating a world for people with disabilities if we all just kind of open our eyes and realize, you know it's okay. Like these people, they're not like us and we need to make sure that we are advocating for them. Just like we advocate for different people of races and different, uh, sexualities and making sure that we're all coming together for the common good of the world, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's been like, I just said a mouthful. I
1: couldn't stop rambling. (laughs) And now it's cool. The common good of the world, guys. (laughs) right the world doesn't just revolve around
0: us
1: (laughs) definitely
0: what would you say is like the number one thing that you want people to know when it comes to disability awareness
1: I have a lot of things but I think the first thing is that we are all equal no matter what and that not all disabilities are visible that is true that's my big thing going back to my sister um I have so many people tell me, they're like, your sister's disability? She doesn't look like she has one. And I'm like, hold it, hold it right there. Not every disability is visible, especially because she has like um these really cute, clear hearing aids that no one can see. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, so she wears contacts too. So it's like, not every disability is able to be seen. And that's okay, because we're all equal, no matter what, no matter our disability.
0: I'm so glad you you brought up that point cuz that just kind of leads me into like mental illness and mental disabilities like there <laughs> you can't look at someone and just be like oh they have a disability you know what I'm saying unless it's like this mm-hmm. physical thing so I always have a problem with people like, cuz I was in school for psychology and like mental health and counseling and so sometimes mm-hmm. people are so against counseling because they're, like there's nothing wrong with me like I'm normal but going to therapy doesn't make you any less normal it just gives you the opportunity to get help with something that you're struggling with mentally that no one can see but you can feel so I'm really glad that you brought up that point that not all disabilities are just physical disabilities there are invisible disabilities that we do also need to be aware of Mm definitely definitely Well, Kayla, we're coming up on the end of this episode. I think you are the most amazing 17-year-old i probably ever talked to. And I know you're young, (laughs) but I do still have one more question for you. And it's basically just what is the biggest life lesson that you have learned so far in your little 17 years of life?
1: (laughs) Ooh, well, gosh, little 17 years of life. I think the biggest (laughs) lesson that I've learned is to just be myself, and that's something that I struggled with, especially being in school, and not looking like my peers, and being told always that I had to act a certain way, or I had to even wear my her- hair her hair. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I just glitched a little bit. Hair okay. <laughs> a certain way. So you know I just learned that I have to be myself and love who I am, not only from the inside, but also from the outside.:
0: I love that. I feel like that's just so true for everyone. Like when I was your age, I struggled with the same things. And it wasn't until probably after I graduated college that I really was able to truly accept myself for who I was. You know, I kind of just navigated my life trying to fit in with my friend groups and get people to like me and try and be what other people thought that I needed to be. And that's kind of how I competed in pageants as well. And I had to realize Mm -hmm. that, I can't be someone else and someone else can't be me and being me is my superpower. So you do have to learn how to embrace those things about yourself and really learn how to just live with how God made you. You know, we have curly hair, we have melanin, we have this or that, you know, whatever you want to put in that blank and you just have to look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and say, I can't change it, but I accept it and I'm going to find a way to love it exactly
1: (laughs) oh my gosh you're so inspirational oh
0: thank you (laughs) I try my best you know I try and say a few Mm -hmm. inspirational things
1: here and there (laughs) exactly
0: But thank you so much for joining me today. I think this episode is definitely going to help a lot of people and kind of just put the little nugget in their ear to get more education about disability awareness. I'm like, I don't know you, but I'm so proud of you for everything that you've done up until this point. Good luck with getting the the thing passed with the Board of Educators and competing at Miss New York Teen USA and all of your future endeavors I know are going to just be amazing because you're just an amazing person.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you so much for having me. It's an yeah. honor. I, mean,
0: go I ahead can't believe I'm
1: speaking to Miss Louisiana USA. This is insane. One oh, of my, my. dreams. <laughs>
0: Stop, you're making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> um, go ahead and give everyone your social media handle so they can follow you and keep up with you and your journey to Miss New York Teen USA
1: sure. You guys could follow me on my public account at K-A-Y-L-A-T-O-U-R-E or on my pageant account at M-I-S-S-K-A-Y-L-A-T-O-U-R-E. And yeah, I have a YouTube channel, Kayla Torre, Facebook, Kayla Torre, And yeah. Thank you so much again for having
0: me. Yes, of course. Well, you guys, all of her information will be in the description of this podcast episode, so be sure to check it out. As always, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys on my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave, and also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life and always remember to keep it real